Welcome, welcome, folks, to the brand new in our second episode, but the occasion's right. Here for that pop, the new pop culture podcast here at Big Old Belt Media. Um, and as I explained in the inaugural episode, this is a, a podcast where, um, you know, we're going to talk about the latest, the hottest in all pop culture. You've heard all that before. But this is my and uh, my new due diligence to work with more content creators, podcasters, journalists, critics, all that other stuff um, to uh, get different perspectives and, and 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 just having more fun with other folks. So you will keep continue hearing new and different voices each and every episode. And then that brings me now to my two guests for the night, starting off with Mr. Christopher Powell. Wow, the, use my whole government name? Really? Yeah, Lee, my bad, my bad. Of the three black Christopher, Christopher Michael Powell, actually. <laughs> Social Security number 99999. I got a job to keep here, sir. <laughs> CJ of the three black geeks, folks. Um, Chris, how's it going? Uh, it's going. <laughs> After this movie, it's going. <laughs> it, is, it is going. It is, it's there. And I'm just going to go with David on this one because I feel like uh, I, I don't want to end up having to get another person yelling at me about dropping the whole government. But no, nonetheless, David of WatcherPass.com. David, welcome. You can use my, can use my full name. I, I say it on my videos. David Stark from WatcherPass. Uh, originally the web page, but uh, now it's more of a YouTube channel. Oh, man, Chris is trying to steal my thunder. No, sorry. Uh, <laughs> IG giving me hassles. <laughs> oh, there we go. But um, yeah, the three of us we're gonna be uh we're going to be talking about Morbius hitting theaters April first. Uh, we were amongst some of the privileged people in the world to see this a little early, and we <laughs> have a little thoughts. early. It's like a day before early. That's right, right. How's its costs? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, folks. Uh, just to be very clear, um. This is going to be off the rails. No, 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 no type of structure here. We're going to talk about the film. There will be spoilers. There will be oohs and ahs. It's going to be whatever they want to talk about <laughs> with it. So let's get at it. So I'm done talking. Chris, instant reaction to after seeing the film. All right. Um, I'm I'm putting up a review of ours on YouTube. I'm not even going to make it audio only. It's going to be YouTube because I. <sighs> okay. It's a shame that this is an audio I'm not, podcast because Chris is just like like pulling his hair out as he's like, trying okay, to say okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not saying every comic book movie has to be like the MCU. I think you can you can make something that's very unique that works for what you got to do, right? The problem with that I have with Morbius is that if this movie came out in the early 2000s, it would have killed. It would, have been, it would have been great for that time period when movie studios were just putting out comic book movies and they just went about their way after they put it out. There was no thought of a sequel. It was just, this is the movie, and if it gets mm-hmm. a sequel, cool. If it doesn't, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fine. If you want to do that way, fine. It's just because of what I know about Morbius and I've read some of the solo stuff and I know the character. There was nothing in this movie that made you care about Morbius. Like Morbius is a character that works when he's bounced off other characters. That that's there are a lot of characters on DC and Marvel side where they only work when they're bound. Like you're not like if you look at Suicide Squad, you can't make a King Shark solo movie. It just won't work. <laughs> I'd watch it. I mean, I watch it. Don't get it twisted. But like King Shark works when he's with a team. Like yeah. 
you know, you could do it. You can get away with a Harley Quinn movie. Obviously, they try to do that, but then they put Bird as, Birds of Prey in it. But like, you can see a Harley Quinn solo movie, and it's like, all right, I can see how you can do that. You know, it's just with Morbius, it's like. And I remember seeing a lot of people saying, is Blade in it? Which told me right then and there, I'm like, yeah, that already told me Morbius is not going to work as a movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And unlike Venom, where at least there was something that you can latch on to, and it's like, all right, I, I might not be a fan of it, but it's like, at least I get it. Even with the Carnage movie, which I think was better than the first, you know, Venom movie, this, it was like, all right, he's Morbius, he transformed to the vampire, and after that, there was like nothing. <laughs> like Matt Smith was the only good thing about the second half of it when he became a vampire and he had more charisma than like Jared Leto. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, and then, and then the post credits, which made no sense whatsoever. Like, I, Oh, we got to talk about that. You already know, but, I'm, but I'll just leave I'll just say this. I, it does just enough to be a movie, but <laughs> Like I don't want to revisit it. I re- I'm being dead serious. Like I don't want to revisit. It. Like I'd rather watch Venom, Let There Be Carnage, than watch this movie. Dead serious. Uh-huh. Like I- I'd rather watch that. Okay. <laughs> like I wasn't pissed, but it was just like it's a movie. All right, that's an hour and a half out of my my day gone. So all right, <laughs> like cool. technically, it is moving pictures on a screen. So it is technically <laughs> it, fu- it functions as a three act movie. And I th- you know what it is? I just I was just disappointed that when your your villain is Matt Smith and he has charisma, the final fight was just a thud. It was like, oh, yeah, that's it. I'm like, all right, cool, fine. And, Ty- and you got a movie where Tyrese did nothing. That's shot. That's a yeah. shocker. That is yeah. a shocker. Tyrese did nothing. And also, <laughs> um, they they took a lot of stuff out this movie that was in the trailer. Oh, I, that's the first thing I said. I won't talk about that in a second, too. Yeah, I'll let yeah. David continue. But yeah, that, good point. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Stark, get in there. All right, so I didn't care about the trailer stuff because I don't watch trailers, so I didn't know what they took out. Um, but, you know, I guess my instant reaction was, like, this is a movie that I should love. It is a vampire movie. It is a superhero movie. And I just didn't care about anything in it. I mean, I guess, yeah, like like Chris said, like, the story just wasn't great. Like, Morbius's character should have been really compelling, but he wasn't. And the special effects were just, I don't know, something about them just looked too, it's too CG, which is weird for a superhero movie to say, but like, I think it was because they were so over the top that I just didn't really get into any of the fights. Some of the close-up prosthetics were pretty good. I will say that. Some were they actually prosthetics? Because I couldn't I tell if they were prosthetics or CG. I think the close-up, nah. shot, the close-up shots were, but not like the overall like, like transformations. When he, yeah, when he shifted into like his Morbius mode, like... It just looked so ridiculous. Like I, I looked like death from dark, like dark story writers, right? Like, like that, that movie, they, he yeah. looked like, like a comic book. I don't know. Like he looked just so ridiculous that I couldn't get into it. And then when he was moving around, I, the mist that he that made him move, it looked like something out of street fighter. Like, I don't know. I think about it really <laughs> kept my attention and it kept being distracting. And Matt Smith was really good i just didn't care about his character at all like yeah. i didn't care about his motivation his like reason for why he then became this like serial killer psychopath didn't feel right with what we knew about him before yeah and yeah no, i i i in my review i said you should probably pass on it like as a standalone movie but because this is going to be foundational in like sony's cinematic universe you probably <laughs> need to watch it but I wouldn't like it's not even a must watch. That's the uh, 
yeah. I mean, it's gonna it, it sets some groundwork for there, there was there, 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 there was groundwork because the the writers clearly did not watch Spider Man No Way Home because what what like. <laughs> what? Can I just go ahead and just spoil it? I mean, we're all spoiling it, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right yeah. so okay. Hold so on, but I want to. I want to. Yeah, I want yeah, yeah, another. Yeah. I want to throw another thing to the spoilers. We'll build to that. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to spend too much time on focusing on <laughs> my take of it, but I, I do. For one, I will say, Chris, you're absolutely right, and I feel like this is something for some odd reason, even though this this movie was done a while ago and this one was truly affected by the pandemic, mm-hmm. it is very much on par with Moon Knight. And I'm not really a person I like to make comparisons like that, but when you talk about like that old school Marvel CGI and those type of action shots and it's just kind of like, yeah, this was really cool a couple of years ago. They got back to that for whatever reason. I, and I've seen a lot of parallels between this and Moon Knight for whatever reason. And another comparison between the two of them because they're both actually shot like horror films. And but, but it's Moon Knight's like a 180 me. from, like, at least Moon Knight, there's some scares in it where it's like, all right, I can kind of get that, you know. Well, I thought the hallway scene in this was done really well when the nurse got, yeah. uh, got God. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's that, just, wasn't ba- that wasn't that bad. It was actually not bad. I will say that. Because it did kind of keep the mystery of who was doing what. And it's like, all right, right. cool. Right. But I mean, yeah, but, I mean... But- to to that point, like uh, the horror stuff felt kind of tacked on. Like it not, I never felt like concerned when when there was a horror element. I was like, okay, right. so like I was never, I, I never was jumpy. I was never like scared. I was never really that surprised. It just felt like okay, they're trying to do horror. And they're not doing it very well. Also, I don't think because like we never went into this film ever having to sympathize for Mark Morbius, and that's no. part of the connection issues is that like we already know he's an established bad guy, and then even if you wanted to kind of throw us in the loop like the Joker kind of did um, in the Joker movie, the Joaquin Phoenix one, they also pretty much made him kind of a dick in terms of like his, uh, not say his political stance, but I will say what is his, his, his scientific stance and his uh, innovations and whatnot. And he kind of like, oh, I heard you told off this person. Like there was never a connectional point to actually really care like the about premise, him. Like the premise at the beginning I was intrigued on the idea of him being this Nobel peace, you know, peace winning doctor that was a geneticist. Cause it's like, all right, so they're probably going for the tragic thing. And then it's like, okay, he's Morbius, but what was the end goal? Like it, you know, and it's just, it didn't really nail what it was trying to do with that little plot. Right. Line, yeah. Know? It was right. like, Oh, he's such a rebel. Like, but we didn't, I mean, I don't know if I get the Nobel Peace Prize, you accept it and then keep doing your weird research, right? Like with that, <laughs> with that mantle now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just want to quickly ask, let's, let's just kind of go about the, the, the simple uh, mm-hmm. parts of this now. This is what was the parts that you all did enjoy? I, okay. So to be fair, I did like the special effects of like i guess his morbius vision i guess the echo vision i did kind of like the visual aspects of that to be i I did like that because it did kind of you know they had different colors for different people like i guess he was purple by near the end of the movie um some of like some of the effects i did like um it was just i think past that that was pretty much it honestly that was i mean like I said, the story was nothing special, but that was probably the only thing I really did like. I mean, like I said, Jared Little, like I said, I like Matt Smith. I thought Jared Little was okay, so I didn't hate it. It was just like, well, uh-huh. it's, it's Jared Leto. I mean, it, it, put it this way, at least it's better than Joker. 
His Joker, personally. Whoa, wait. Oh, oh, his Joker. No, yeah, his Joker. Yeah, no, 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 no. His his version of Joker. His well, I was about to say, oh man, you coming in with all the hot takes. <laughs> no, no, his, his 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 performance as Joker. It's like I would take his Morbius performance over his Joker performance any day of the week. Interesting. So, so the comic book movie hierarchy is gonna be like original suicide squad at the bottom and then this will be just above that so it's better right technically <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah uh david parts you did enjoy i so i liked i liked the acting i thought it was good you know matt smith was uh, he did good even though i didn't like his character um what's his name uh hold on sorry you're gonna edit this out, right? Jared Harris, I liked a lot, even though like I can only see him as Harry Seldon now from uh, Foundation, but like yeah. he had a similar character, and I liked, you know, his kind of fatherly figure. And I thought Jared Leto did a good job, right? You know, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know if his body transformation was actual, like him starving himself, or it was CG. I kind of suspect it was a little bit of CG, but probably CG. Yeah, I mean, I thought he did a good job, right? Like, his, you know, his, his character wasn't that interesting, but when he like had to kind of move around in his um, with his disability, I thought that that was interesting. Um, yeah. I liked the music. The music reminded me a lot of Batman Begins, and I thought that that was like a really good, brooding, dramatic soundtrack that had yeah. some nice points. And then I liked a lot of the references. There were references to other you know, Sony Marvel movies, but I thought there were a lot of like also pop culture type references and other movie references built in. Like there was definitely like a Batman Begins scene when he was like standing there and the bats were flying around him. Uh, and I couldn't tell if the, the blue blood versus red blood was like a matrix reference to like blue pill or red pill. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I, I, I don't know Morbius' story, so I don't know if his like fake blood is actually blue, but I was like, oh, this is, this feels very much like a matrix story. It's like, how does yeah. it feel to be on red? Like, have you tried the red yet? So. <laughs> <laughs> I might do want to definitely uh, to, to to give a name to something you said. Music um, done by John uh, Extran. I also, you know, we we chatted in the theater. I, I thought the score was really good as well too. And and much like you said, like um, Batman Begins, I also felt that this was a moment to say, like, is this Hans Zimmer? Because a lot of it felt like there was some Hans Zimmerness to the music. It, I will admit, hundred percent. And I would even go as far as saying that there was also some Christopher Nolan ish in terms of some of the scenes how they were shot. Um, you know, the part where he was kind of monologuing uh, his his uh, prognosis and yeah. um, you know going through his abilities and whatnot, and just some of the camera shots with it. So I mean, it's not a bad recipe to to build off of. Yeah. But you know, immediately after that, they got back to the old school. And when you when we talked about the old school Marvel stuff, like the old school Blade, uh, Elektra, uh, Daredevil, all that's of why those it would have. That's why it would have killed during that time period because yeah. we were just like I think, and I think that's why like I've eased up my stance on Venom because it's like I see what Sony's doing is basically you're making a quick buck, yeah, but like. Because like when you look back at Daredevil and that whole era, right? We were just happy to see these characters on screen. Mm-hmm. That, I think that was the aim. It was just no like, one no, wanted Electra. No one. Yeah, nobody wanted Electra, but it's like, oh, Electra got a movie. I mean, that is kind of a also, big deal because nobody really thought Electra could carry a solo comic. Right. No also, I got. <laughs> also, I got to remember something that you said to me a long time ago. That it was one of the funniest debates you had with somebody, and you said that the Daredevil um, uh, director's cut is a really good movie. And 
and the fact that no one likes the original Daredevil, but you're like, no, but the director's cut, that's the like, solid like, movie. Because that's the weird part. It's like director's cuts were always like they added 15 minutes into the movie. And that was yeah. something that like when you watch director's cut, it helped the story. That's yeah. and again, does that mean the movie is like elevated to like oh it's the, no it's just like yeah. it made the movie like better than what they originally threw in there because it's like yeah, okay yeah, yeah that makes sense. <laughs> so do you yeah. think the director's cut of Morbius is going to elevate it? I don't know above Electra. <laughs> I don't know where it would fall. In know, it's, it's weird because I remember <laughs> hearing like when you watch this movie, folks, like they did cut a lot of the overt yeah. stuff that they had like Tyrese's character was supposed to have this big role in this movie where he was like I think at one point in the trailer he said hey you're a doctor you're supposed to help people not kill people didn't see that in the movie at all in fact yeah. his character barely even talked in the movie I was gonna say did that. you see Tyrese in this movie because I just saw like a like a statue who was very serious the entire time yeah, yeah he's just walking around and his partner was doing more to talk and I'm like didn't you have more lines in the trailer like right this seems to be okay so here, here's what I'm going to say. So this film was supposed to come out originally, what, 2020, I th- think it was? Early I'm 2020. Sure. Early 2020. Yeah, and, and and they had no clue. I mean, uh, uh, sure, they had their fingers Actually, no, I, think, I thought it was like Halloween 2020 or something like that. May- maybe, but yeah, that was, that either was way. Like 15 years ago, right? Like, I, yeah. For real. <laughs> for real. But, I, you know, there's no way Sony would have known the success of Spider-Man No Way Home. And that's now truly, you know, their, their you know, exclamation point of them wanting to stand on their own two feet. So this movie, to what you're saying, it does feel dated because we've seen sort of them pushing the needle forward with better, uh, with with their properties, with, with, with better titles here. Yeah. So that's that's why you know the whole focus of like the timing of this really doesn't help and it definitely seems like they're just trying to collect the check i mean to me it also <laughs> feels like they're just playing it super safe again just like with venom and it also the runtime the runtime where they're just like y'all don't care how this movie ends but end it at an hour and 30 something minutes end it don't care how it ends it's in the movie and that's it's the same thing so to david's point I actually think if they did at the at, uh, had a director's cut, I think the movie would stand a lot better on its two feet. Like it's definitely missing things, and I don't actually look out for trailers either. But when the trailer came out for this, I was like, "Oh, this again!" Because it had disappeared for a while, and I was like, "Oh, this again!" You know. And I remember seeing specific things. Yeah, one with Tyrese. The other big thing everybody was talking about when he was walking down the street and he saw the Spider Man poster on the wall. That wasn't in all, there. All, anything with Spider-Man is stripped out this movie. Yeah. yeah. I was shocked. Except for uh, like like the Daily Bugle reference and things like that. Right. But, uh, yeah. Right. Right. And then and, then, and like, you know, they obviously made that X-Men reference in this as well, too. When he well, was I mean, they made about, a they made a Venom reference to San Francisco. So I mean, like, and that's the indication that you can just kind of tell, like, this is just kind of just like one of those like dog just get it out forget it how we got to do it get it yeah. out you know sony doesn't have a streaming service so they're just like get out because if they did it would have went straight to their streaming service and put it out but yeah the x-men reference is clearly dated because guess what they can't why would you even make a reference like that when you know it's way out of your realm of possibilities mm-hmm. that was before and, yeah that was before disney bought fox yeah yeah exactly so here we are so you know it's, it's for me it's just like the film did things that could have worked but it's just bad time it's too late they showed up to the party too late do, do you think this would have been better if they released it in 2000 like isn't that or 2020 isn't that like right around endgame i think it would have just yeah, been as bad yeah because it was supposed to it was supposed to come out was it yeah it was supposed to come out march 19th 2021 okay and that was the official first date 
Yeah, and then yeah, the film's release date was pushed because they had to do research because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So it was supposed to so it's supposed to come out March 19, 2021. Yeah. And then it got delayed to October 8th, 2021, and then January 21st. <laughs> it, yeah, and now we're here on April 1st. Like I don't know. Yeah, you know, this or free guy had it bad, bad. Like this free days. guy had the benefit of actually being a surprisingly good movie that shocked yeah. everybody, like, oh, this is actually good. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah. Ryan Reynolds does not make bad movies, so we all knew it was gonna be good because it had Ryan Reynolds in it. And <laughs> Green and Green Lantern ha- happened, but okay. We'll talk about that in a bad <laughs> movie. Review that was right. in the before times. I don't even remember those those years. Yeah, hey, hey, I was in the theater when Green Lantern came out. That was Ooh, a uh, that was art. that was something. That was something. But listen, I also think too to your point that you made again. Green Lantern visuals was like really good back then. But when you actually looked at the film and from a critic standpoint, it is horribly bad. It, it, it went, that was a movie that just like Morbius, it went by too damn quick. We we're like, whoa, whoa, we didn't even get a chance to really get to the meat of Green Lantern, and then it's like, oh, it's a movie, like. For wow. real, for real. Um, I mean, so we that's, saw that skin tight suit. There was definitely some meat in Green Lantern, but uh... <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so let's 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 get into um, a little bit of the very spoilery stuff that people really want to talk about. And I guess the first indication or the first the first point bullet point should I say we should get to is the after the credit scene. Oh my god! Okay, Ugh. there's two. There's two folks. So do you okay. know? So stay through do two of them, um, mm. but. Okay, so, David. What, I, I don't know. I'm gonna David get in there because David. Mm, I see mm. David's like light bulb flickering right now. No, no, no. This, this, this is a Chris special. I mean, like, uh, I'm not gonna do the, the after the credit scenes justice. So, uh, Chris, jump in. Explain. All right. So, okay. Everyone, so the origins. Okay, okay. Okay. So, if you watch Spider-Man: No Way Home, the crux of that movie was essentially the MCU universe was the center of all the multiverse shenanigans. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's why some of the characters from the Raimi vs. Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man films came into, you know, the MCU Tom Holland Spider-Man world. You know, it's it's the center of it. So that's why Venom popped into... popped into the MCU and you know he's finding out about the Hulk and all that stuff right so by the time Doctor Strange you know reverses the spell boom Venom goes back to his world and everything's fine the writers of Morbius did not have a full understanding apparently didn't even watch the movie because the (laughs) post credit sequence posits that Michael Keaton's Vulture has switched universes switched universes don't know how but I guess because I guess Sony's logic is magic, so we're just going to roll with that, which that, I'm pretty sure that's what they assumed. Somehow he gets transported to an empty jail cell and uh-huh. he gets released. Okay. Then uh-huh. he meets Morbius out in the desert in the second post-credit sequence saying they can do good work together, which means it, which means they're going after Spider-Man, but I'm like, but Morbius has no reason to go after right so okay he didn't say they're going after spider-man he said that we could do like good work together so it it felt and also michael keaton wasn't even in the scene because the the vulture's mask was on the whole time and i'm like so i don't (sighs) okay so here here, here's my assessment of it real quick so uh it's absolutely terrible that we knew that Michael Keaton was going to be in this movie. And guess what? That's not even a spoiler because he was in the fucking trailer. So oh, at this was? point, yes, very much in the trailer 
of him coming out of jail, walking or, or, or speaking to Michael Morbius for whatever reason. It was something of that sort, but he was in the trailer. It was not even, it was a no brainer, um, but whatever. The, the, the idea that he switched universes is, I fingers crossed, hope to be explained. Because I hope, I hope it, has, because mm. it has it has not. This is the first time of of all the different anomalies that has happened. We haven't seen this. We know by the spell that everybody who knew Spider Man was Peter Parker was brought into the MCU world. So yeah. the Tom Holland Spider Man world, which we knew Vulture did know. That's the thing. We knew Vulture did know, yeah. but why didn't Vulture then? Um, was it well? Vulture was in jail, so he was already in that place. So why would the cur- uh, the curse, the the spell, reverse him out of the universe? <laughs> that's the confusing part. That's that's where I'm at with it. And I'm it like, makes me wonder, though, is this, I guess, taking place during No Way Home? Then, if that's the case, if we're gonna go with that logic, yeah. So maybe that's the confusing part. <laughs> yeah. And even then, it still doesn't make sense. But it's like. I, that's the confusing aspect of it. And it's like, uh, you, you guys could have just went with multiverse theory and had another Adrian Toomes and still get Michael Keaton. And he's just a different personality and you would have been yeah. fine. But like, <laughs> so yeah, so now he, he switches universes and here's the big thing now because everybody wants to know and everybody, <sighs> and, and it's very clear that there's a Spider-Man inside of this Morbius universe for right now. We'll just call it that. But yeah. now we understand with the Venom references that Morbius is in the Venomverse of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that means if you do process of elimination now, if Michael Keaton leaves the MCU, goes into the Venomverse, that means that this is the Andrew Garfield Spider-Verse. That is and a rumor. Why, that is a rumor that he is in the, that he is in the Venom universe. His well, think about it though. Venom, the uh, 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 Toby already faced Venom. Yeah. And we know that this Venom's in San Francisco. So, yeah. like, the process of elimination makes it this Venom, that Andrew, the only one, that, that Spider-Man, Andrew's the only one who hasn't faced Venom. Mm-hmm. And, and and it can't be Tom because they're not in that universe. And so there's already it, a symbiote in the MCU that got left behind, so... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there's that. Yeah, so I mean, that's the only thing I get from it is like, yeah, we we need to explain how <laughs> Michael Keaton's vulture ended up in the Venom verse, is what I call it. Really, um, you know, the only thing I get is that Sony wants to make a Sinister Six movie, and so they're gonna figure it out. And they like really want to do that. They yeah. really want to do that so bad. But the other question is now: now who else from the Sinister Six is in this universe? Did everybody return, or like, was 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 ultimately the result? And that's the thing, because I heard the rumor was like Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man is officially in this world in some way, shape or form. And I'm like, all right, I guess. I mean, he did say he went to a dark place. So maybe this is this makes sense. <laughs> I, you know, oh, there's that. So give him, his, give him his third movie, you know, and call it a day. And yeah, it's just I was more I just kind of rolled my eyes at it because it's like if they made it make sense, I would have been like, all right, fine. He's in the Morbius movie. Fine. But it's just, it didn't make any sense at all. Why he would just all of a sudden just be in that world. And then also, like I said, going back to what I said earlier about them editing a lot of stuff, we didn't get that interaction with him and Morbius when he got out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they got to say something for the director's cut. So, (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what? You wouldn't be surprised if it comes out on Blu-ray and it's like Morbius, the director's cut. You know, <laughs> the Zack Snyder cut. Wait, Zack Snyder was on this. Yeah, whatever. Nah. It seems to work. <laughs> I, I just think it's just one of those things where it's like I, like I said, it it satis- This movie satisfies being a movie, but it's just like. All right. Yeah. That, that, that just, I mean, it's supposed to make forty million this weekend, which I'm like, yeah, right, that's sure. Uh, that's and, and that's my sentiments. Like, if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. If, and and, Sonic Sonic Two is gonna whoop his ass next week, but you know, hey, have fun. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's 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 definitely <laughs> that's very much true. Now, the, uh, one question I, I wanted to ask because I didn't look this up was this film rated R? No, right? Nah, PG, I don't think so. I think it's like PG thirteen. Okay, they did a really good job in the protection. Uh, yeah, because when he um when um Matt Smith slashes uh old boy's stomach, it looked like it was like black blood, but yeah. they didn't like show it. And I was like, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, because it's kind of like what uh when you watch Moon Knight, like they kind of got away with not mm-hmm. like showing mur- murder. Blood. Yeah, like like <laughs> people get no don't get, like people get murdered, but they don't like it's not like gor- you know grotesque like oh shit right right, right. yeah you don't see like. Right blood spewing right. out you don't see the wounds but it's so. enough to get like a parental rating obviously exactly yeah because like 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 batman that was my problems that like like the riddler was very brutal and it was very evident that there should be blood there but they were like eh, can't do that so we'll very much enough yeah this one told the line of being pg-13 pretty good because i definitely didn't feel like that's what i was you know seeing so yeah. um but yeah um so what other elements here? Can we, can we talk about the the final fight and the bat Kamehameha? Because uh, that, that was, was interesting. No, it, it was not. That was terrible. <laughs> it was it was interesting in how anticlimactic it was because I was like, it's like it was like all right, him and Matt Smith are fighting hand to hand. It kind of reminded me of the BP Black Panther fight finale a little bit. Oh, that's not um, a good. Not I know, a good reminder. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I would say the CG is about equal on that end, on both of those ends. But then it was like, all right, so what's he going to do next? And it's like, Bat Kamehameha, and that kills him? All well, right, Bat Kamehameha stops them. But then, like, what I was not sure about is, okay, so so they treat him as an equal because he has bat DNA. Well, so does Matt Smith. Matt Smith also has bat DNA. So why but are they can't control him? it, though. That's why. <laughs> He seems to be controlling it pretty well because he is flying around. Apparently not enough. People. Apparently not enough he, to, to control bats. He's not a good listener, I guess. So he can't listen to the bats. <laughs> listen, I I've been very much okay with my my feelings about this film, but that one just hurt me. Yeah, you're right. That is absolutely problematic, right, Dave? Why did he definitely back command man him? And See, he was yo, just, he's the one he could do. He's the only one that can control bats now. Like that really was a major moment is like oh when he touched the water and this the vibration hey bro oh that was so yeah that's that's my kind of like is he he like morse coding the water to try to like send out signals yeah it's funny because like he what's 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 his um surveillance power call because that's not sonar because sonar is underwater Supposedly, no, that would be sonar. Sonar is just sound. I think it's sonar, right? It's just sound echolocation. It's normally underwater, but I think you can use it. it okay. Sonar, right? I think the only sick. I think the sick part about it is that like Tyrese's character. Okay, so this is this how <laughs> going much, back to Tyrese. This is this how much of a <laughs> no? Because it. it's going back this. into it's going back to this. I love it. All the characters in this movie are from the comics. I'm not even joking, folks. They, they are from the comics. Even yeah. Tyrese's character is from the comics. It's just like you said, David, he does nothing. 
He could be. Yeah. You literally could have told me he's not from the comic, and I believe it. It'd be like, all right, it's cool. Just generic detective. Yeah. yeah, generic detective. I mean, even the character in the comic, he's an FBI agent that teams up with Morbius, and I'm like, so they're gonna team up? No team up? No nothing? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And and it's crazy because even if you don't know that, when you look at counterparts of characters like this, you kind of look at uh, all of the folks in Ant Man and what their aspect to in, in in terms of either being investigators or just those bystander random characters, all of them have personalities. I hate to say it, but on that note, how did T.I. have more of a better presence on a movie than Tyrese did in, in this? As a main... As a main yeah. Like Scott Lowe's boys has so much character. You're like, man, I want to see more of these movies. And it's like, I mean, yeah, supposedly they're not in the third one, but I was like, oh man, that sucks. And you know, I don't get that with Tyrese. If you told me he's not in the second Morbius movie, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. cool. You you are right though, because everybody lobbied to have them back because rumors was that they weren't even gonna come back for the second one, and then they were back. It's like both David brought fucking TI back. Like, geez, that wasn't <laughs> problematic. TI is back, and it's like, all right, cool. <laughs> that guy gotta. That guy got to stop his stand up. But that's another topic for another show. But I think that that was my thing. It's like, I really feel if Sony, like, if Blade was in this movie and they actually structured an actually legit Morbius Blade movie, this movie would actually have been good. Yeah. So, so, so hold on. I I want to I want to ask both of you questions, both uh, Chris from a comic book standpoint and from you, David, not actually knowing the source material from Morbius. What makes it work for what's available? If you if you had to do either it over or you had to do a sequel, what makes it work now? <laughs> oh, dude, this is this is folks, so folks. I, we we, we I think the gears so are turning. Not, not know like kind of knowing a little bit about the comics, but not like enough to really make sense. I think my biggest issue is you know his he got his powers by like splicing in bat DNA. It's like okay that kind of makes like that, that that's a plausible way to do it that's comic book scientist stuff so it's like all right cool it, it is but then it's like okay so he ha- he now has the dna but then he can like control it at will i didn't i didn't love that part like if they're gonna make him be like a you know change his body he shouldn't have been able to kind of like become bat and then not become bat at will and have these like essentially <laughs> magic powers right like he should have been like okay now i'm like part bat so maybe i always have claws maybe my face looks a little different and i can't fly with just using my hands right like he should be able he should have like some sort of physical transformation to be able to fly like yeah. just they should have they shouldn't have made it into his like okay well now he's bad persona and, and now he's good persona like it should have been like a full transformation they should have tried to ground it more in like an actual physical transformation and not magic powers because that's essentially what i what i got from it is he, he now has yeah. magic powers yeah i mean yeah <laughs> any uh any uh, would, what what character would you introduce in the sequel, Chris? I mean, it's not like Morbius has like a rose gallery of people. So at this point, it's it seems like they can probably do anything they want if they do a sequel. I mean, I, I guess they're going to probably have his girl since she's a vampire now. Maybe that'll well, yeah. be his. How did that work? Because like, did he transmit it to her or did he give her the serum? Because I was just like, all right. Supposedly cool. she got some of his blood, I guess. Listen, I don't know. listen, listen, we're talking spoilers, so no, we're we're gonna say exactly what happened. She bit his lip and said make yeah. it count. And I was definitely confused about what exactly was happening because I we know in, 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 Yeah, we, we know in, in traditional vampire storytelling here, like if she gets blood, she turns it to it. But I didn't get the whole point of 
bit his lip and say, make it count. That was like a sign off of saying, Sarnara, I'm gone. But why would you bite his lip? Yeah, I I think she bit his lip to like entice him with blood, even though it wasn't her blood. And then uh, make it count was like, (laughs) make my death count, you know? That's what I took from it. Like, like, my, my, My issue was just like, to not just point about doing a sequel, it's like it's like the thing with the Craven the Hunter movie. These characters don't have rose galleries, so at this point, you got to make up some characters or something because, like, yeah. you're really because I t- it's like I admire Sony for really shooting for the moon. You can definitely do some stuff with the Spider Man universe, but you're scraping the bottom of the barrel here when, like, you're trying to get a Morbius movie and you want to try to do a franchise. And it's like, who is he going to fight? Because Matt yeah. Smith's character was, his character in the comic was pretty much like the opposites of Michael Morbius. So it's like, all right, cool, you can do that. But like, who's next? And that's why I like that conundrum of, can you put Blade in it? Get uh, like, because I mean, at this point, you might as well. That was funny thing is the ironic part about all this is that that's why I felt like this movie could have worked in the early 2000s because for those that don't remember, David Gorey and them had an original ending for Blade where he fights Morbius at the end of the movie. Uh, that was like uh, right right at the end when you know when him and the uh, girl come out from after they beat Deacon Frost, uh-huh. she looks up and she sees Michael. You see Michael Morbius up on a skyscraper and Blade is about to fight him, and I'm like, that could work. And it's like now, like, what's Morbius going to do now? Like, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's, there's potential there, but it's like as a character by himself. I mean, unless you're going to make him the Sony Hawk where he's trying to fight his bloodlust and not transform, that's what it seems like they're going to be aiming for at this point. But they already did that in this movie and it wasn't very interesting. <laughs> none of these ideas. None of these ideas. That's a good point, sir. <laughs> none of these ideas are sticking. Yeah. Stop, stop making good points, David. Yeah. Stop making good points here. And you know what? Even with, with Madam Webb coming down the pipeline. Madam like, Webb could work. It could work. It yeah, could. but I but I'm also not really invested in that either. So I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, AV AV Arab, there's like they they want to like prove to Marvel Studios they could do their own universe. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, it's not working. I mean, I not working. <laughs> do you think they'll have a sequel? Or do you think they'll just throw it like right into the Sinister Six and be like, okay, now you're now you're part of this. You'll I don't never know why they, I, I don't know why they don't just go animate it and just continue the Avengers Bingo. of Miles with all these characters. You will make Bingo. so much bank. You don't even have to Bingo. do the live action. Just be like, all right, cool. We're going to have Miles fight these characters. Done. That's Done. what I that's what I said uh, upon leaving out. But I will say I, I also feel like to that same point, I think what they're going to end up doing is trying to bring every bit of these iterations of Spider-Man to live action to try to create some balance with all these villains that they're that they're having. I mean, no he has a rose fight. Spider-Man to his credit. He does have probably one of the biggest rose galleries next to Batman and the Flash. So I get it, but it's like your execution has to be good. Like it has to be. It, it's it's like I get again I get it because they're a studio so it's like this movie is a quick cash grab it's it was yeah. was a budget its budget was seventy five million so it's going forty million this weekend yeah I mean it's it, it might break even it might get a profit I don't know yeah yeah. 
right, folks. Any closing thoughts on this film? We have this is fun. I feel like we could probably go for double the time here, but we should allow wait. people to go check it out, right? <laughs> wait no, for cable. Wait no. for cable, people. Just, wait for cable. <laughs> just, just, just wait till it hits on FX. Oh, uh, FX. F- FX. Halloween 2025 on FX. Morbius. Nah, even, nah, nah. Halloween 2022 is gonna be on FX. Can it? Can't even be on that fast. I mean, until well, this is conversation for that. It day. can't. It, yeah. it can't either that or TNT. I don't know what station Sony has. FX is called. Disney, so it's not going in. Uh, oh, that doesn't matter. They still be showing. Yeah, they put. Yeah, yeah, they be putting. They put Venom on FX still. So yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's gonna right. be on FX. It's gonna yeah, be on you're FX. Right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, folks, can we, we talk um, about how they vilified bats in here? Because I don't think vampire bats are that aggressive, but they no, they're really not bloodthirsty <laughs> monsters. I'm like, no, they just like they just eat like some blood from a cow when it's asleep and then they run away so i mean look look all i'll say is this i don't mind though again it's comic book science so it's like all right fine i'm cool with that i mean you know marvel studios does the stuff with their movies too where it's like well this is clearly comic science so all right cool yeah yeah oh man well i had a lot more fun chat with you all. <laughs> I needed technically I needed this, so thank you, Niger. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, there really isn't again, much to spoil about this movie if you want to be fair. So not at all. I heard the whole script got spoiled, but I I didn't see that. But yeah. I didn't see it at all. But yeah. And even in all in all jokes aside, I did enjoy the film. It was entertaining. Um, but like I said, I I went into this with the mindset of knowing that Sony at any given point could just say, "Hey, put the guards up on the bowling uh lane." And they just played it safe. It felt much like the first Venom where they like, we're not going to try to do too much and um, just try to just put something out and see what happens. And that's why I just feel like that's where this film does become dated because I do feel like now with the success of Spider-Man No Way Home, they're going to continue to keep pushing that needle of saying like, we can do it ourselves. So like, this feels like a step back with success. You know, he's like, yep. you know, you win a championship one year and then what, you get put out in the first round? <laughs> Not really how you do it, you know? Or I don't think this movie makes March Madness. I think this is a <laughs> this is like an NIT movie right here. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> or or Howard when they got into the first round or they got disintegrated. So uh but yeah, Still folks. Dancing. Uh yeah. But yeah, folks, uh just want to make sure you all definitely give a shout uh give well, I want to give you all a shout out so you all can give them a follow. David Stark of watcherpass.com, CJ of the three black geeks. Uh it was a pleasure having you all on the show tonight talking some Morbius BS, but we gotta do it again. We're whatever the next big hot movie, debatable, interesting, saucy, uh, or should we just say the 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 most terrible of movies that may come down the pipeline that we need to get on here and chat with you all about it so uh gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in and everybody for listening to us and we'll see you back soon cool. thank you. Peace.